I feel so lazy today. And we're recording. Like, yep. Oh, hey everybody! Yep. I am not hey. a lazy human. Hey, why are you lazy, Paul? Hey, wait a minute. Hold on. We have to start this on a different. Paul has started the podcast both times, the first two episodes, with like a like a non sequitur, like he's just been like mid rolling, you know? I don't know what to call it. <laughs> He'll say something weird and then that's how we start it. That's how the first two have started. All right. Well, it's I almost fell totally into the dump me. this week. We'll start with that. I almost fell into the dump, like the landfill. Oh, do tell. Like, all right. So we're selling our house and, um, so I've done a whole bunch of like renovation projects and stuff. And so I've got a whole bunch of like scrap wood and like old gutters and just junk. And then we also cleaned out the garage since we're moving. Like we don't want to take up like the stuff that we're not using. We don't want to take it with us. So there's boxes that like Caitlin and I haven't touched in four or five years. Um, so we like combed through them real quick. And we're like not nah, toss those. So I literally loaded up two like U-Hauls full and just took them straight to the dump and they have you back they have you back your car up to this ledge that's over these giant dumpsters dang and you literally just throw stuff in did you guys lose video for a second yeah was i the only one that that saw that it was like you disappeared and then immediately i saw it i just wasn't gonna say anything (laughs) that was weird but anyway yeah so like um so yeah literally like I was pulling stuff out of the, the truck and everything. This is just me. And uh, like literally tripped and fell and like just barely caught myself. Otherwise, I would have landed in a dumpster. Dang, dude. Dang. That's brutal. That's the, the most brutal thing about that was somebody threw away a bunch of cassette tapes. Oh, no. <laughs> Horrible. no. I thought about going after him. I really thought about going after him. Because there was like you did. literally just like milk cartons, like like the plastic milk crates, yeah, full of just cassette tapes. Wow! And there had to be some good ones in there because I saw the, uh, I saw uh, oh, what's it called? Is it the nineteen eighty four by Van Halen? The one with the little cherub on it. Oh wow! Yeah, someone threw that away. I've already got that one, but someone threw that away. So I was like, "There's got to be more gold down there." There's got to be. There's gold in really, hills. Is there a I'm really I'm really over hills. the whole modern bands re-releasing stuff on cassette. It really angers me. I'm just gonna like I get there's a cool factor of like, oh look, a cassette, it looks cool. But in my opinion, the sound quality is horrible and I just think it's annoying. Yeah, cassettes but just, that's just don't me. sound amazing. Um no, they're if I don't there think are to. if they were the, you know, if they published two cassette and that was because that was what was being played totally fine agree although he, wait here's here's where i'll make the exception not to contradict you but to contradict you a little bit okay. i'm fine with it if the band is fully aware that it's like kind of a useless collector item you know it's not okay. that they're trying to be hipster or cool they're just like this is kind of a fun it's got the logo on it. it's the new album on cassette it didn't cost much here it True. is instead of the people that are like oh man cassette the best sounding medium out there. Mm. I'm gonna go buy the a next ninety nice something so I can actually play this in my car. We really need to just make a switch over to laser discs again. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't see what's stopping us. Sony laser discs. We're man. already back to uh, to uh, vinyl, so let's just take it a step further. Laser discs. Vinyls. Are, I mean, yeah. I 
I dig the vinyls. But, you know, I'm cool with whatever, guys. Whatever we want to do, I'm, I'm down. I'll yeah. say my piece, but I'll roll with it. <laughs> you know, it's for the people. So we're going to be okay. Anyway, All right. What speaking guys... of the okay, oh, yeah. banner. Oh, nice. Paul, I was going to say something about that. So we, I'm oh, like obsessed you. with one of a kind merch. Like there yeah. are a few merch items right now that are out there in the world that are just, there's only one of them. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, <clears throat> I don't know how to say this the right way. Mine and Nick's stepdad, he has an okay shirt that says band dad. Uh, okay, that's pretty sweet. And it, it's the only one in existence. Uh, Taylor helped me make it with her cricket machine. That was very cool. Dude, um, crickets are so cool. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so that banner is the only one, the only one that exists. And so that's kind of cool to me. This is true. I don't even remember what dimensions they are. I just was like, sure, this, and boom. In like guys, 50 years, we'll sign it and we'll sell it for tons of money. 50 years. The original. We never make another okay banner. <laughs> I love it. Uh, what are you guys drinking tonight? What's on the... Uh, uh, what's in the I place? got Tangerine LaCroix. I've got milk. No, I'm just kidding. It's uh, it's in a... It's a very brown looking milk. Starbucks brand Nespresso. Oh, okay. Uh, with some heavy cream, because I'm a gentleman. Heavy cream. Nice. Very keto. Uh, this is Crystal Light Raspberry Tea. It's delicious. I can't even oh, tell you, light. Paul, how many gallons. Gallons. Although we made it by the quarts, so maybe like how many quarts of... How many quarts? Quarts. How quarts. many quarts of crystal light <laughs> we consumed <laughs> as children. Wait, because, really? Yeah, yeah, we didn't so drink it, Kool-Aid because that used to is come not healthy. Like, and so, they were like uh, six packs. You There's little plastic pods inside of another plastic tube. I yeah, dude, Kool-Aid. that's what I get all the time. Yeah, that was mom's favorite thing growing up, um, Bro, because she she couldn't she couldn't do a lot of sugar, so like you could get tons of different flavors and stuff. Yeah, some people call it crystal light. Oh, crystal, crystal oh. light. So there was oh my gosh, what was it? There was an episode of Cribs way back in the day. <laughs> no, no, and I forget who it was, but he was talking about how all the rappers have crystal light or have crystal. And he was like, I found this this new thing. It's a lot cheaper. It's called Crystal Light. I do remember this. Oh man, what who was that? I don't remember. I don't remember who it was. Let's get rid of the chat window. Wow. That's great. Yeah, I love Crystal Light. I started drinking it consistently last year, and I'm like, wow, this is really good. And it's decent, you know, for you because it's, you know, not sugary and I like it. The raspberry ice is my jam, though. That's my favorite. That's how I got burned mm-hmm. out on, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the uh, fruit punch. Now I've had so much fruit punch crystal light that it's like I just don't like fruit punch anything else. Yeah, I feel kind that. Of burned out on it. That happens. Burnout. I'm that way with. Uh, I'm that way with lemon lime Gatorade. Oh, lemon. Li- the lemon lime G2, or is it just lime? I, I just can't, I can't stomach it because, uh, when we worked at camp, we bought like the, like the five pound tub of lemon lime Gatorade mix. And so you throw, <laughs> you'd throw a spoon of that in your Nalgene and head out for the day. Right. Oh, oh man. Ugh. The, the one year that I played football, um, 
someone thought it would be like a nice treat to give us Gatorade instead of water at one of the practices, but they just mixed it wrong. So it was like this oh. sludgy, sandy, su- super sweet Gatorade, and it was just like the basic lemon lime. That's horrible. And uh, wasn't even like Gatorade. Like, it's so, like you're supposed to spread it on keep, toast. Keep in mind, this was like. <laughs> Many, many years ago, it still lingers in my mind. It's, that's it's pretty rough. Wow. That's that's like oh, man, so- that that had to have been like 12, 12, 13 years ago, Zach. Yeah, I mean it was many wow. years. Like sixth grade. Sixth grade, it was the summer okay. between fifth and sixth grade. Dang. So the fact that that's even still hanging around up there. But then they tried to wash out the water jugs and they never quite got the taste of the Gatorade <laughs> out of them. <laughs> 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 that's so great. <laughs> Oh man! Wait, so Paul, let's just talk about things we consume. Um, we talked yes. about it before we started rolling. What are you? What are you uh, munching on? What's your snack of choice? Tonight? Well, I finished it, but this plate used to have a piece Ooh. of uh, Hershey Sunday Pie, which yes, you can get it at Burger King, or you could go to the store and just buy a whole thing, which is what I do. It's by Edwards Hershey Sunday Pie. Wonderful. We had some yesterday, for Father's Day, and it was. Amazing. We also had prime rib, which was just mind blowing. That Hershey we pie hits different when it's like with a whopper. You might what? have talked about prime rib on the first episode. I did because maybe... we had prime rib, dude. Okay, you know, twenty twenty, what a year, right? Well, food wise, this may be the best year I've ever had. Okay, we have prime rib for Easter, prime rib for Mother's Day, <laughs> prime rib for Father's Day. I had Texas Roadhouse on my birthday. We're just, dude, we're living it up. Oh, I recently discovered the magic of the roadkill at Texas Roadhouse. Somehow I've gone my whole life without eating it. It's just like a delicious chopstick. It's like the mushrooms and onions and stuff yeah. on top. It's like, oh, they okay. call it chopstick, which is, I guess, technically a burger. I don't I don't know. I mean, you know. But it's uh, very keto. Although, recently found out I've been eating a few too many onions, because apparently onions are not keto. Anyway, it's not important. Yeah, it's okay. We won't tell the keto police. So when these, uh, this, oh, dang, I have to write a blog. Once this podcast comes out, you will have already read my blog and probably Nick's blog. And uh, so it'll be a little bit further away from Father's Day. But we're recording this the day after Father's Day. Do you guys do anything fun? Prime rib, baby. It was so good. Prime rib. I I mean, we just hung out. Yeah, we went to my brother's, had some some meal time. Just, just chill. It was good. Pretty, so we went, bad, but it was nice. We did kind of the same thing. We went to my my father in law's house because um, he's. I for those of you who don't have the whole backstory, mine and Zach's biological dad's not in the picture. Oh damn! Um, we have a We're great stepdad named yeah, named he's David. Awesome. He's phenomenal, awesome dude. Um, but that being said, like our in laws, kind of. Uh, take some precedence on the father's day the father's day circuit but yeah, yeah we just did that but basically same thing dinner at dinner at in-laws house mm-hmm. and then we went over zach and i i think did things separately but like i yeah, went over and visited david for a while because with these home renovations david's been like my my lifesaver for that because i don't know what i'm doing but he does so awesome <laughs> yeah we had lunch with uh the the father-in-law which I feel like we usually spend more time with them, so I feel like we kind of we uh, spent less than we should have. But then, yeah, um, 
our mom and David came over. So that was awesome. I mean, like, shout just, out to the, just saying, like, I know to the Zeller family. I'm sure Zach, you're having the I'll same look, like look them up. situations with with David, but man, he is just like he could talk about literally anything. Yeah, and it's always just like super engaged conversation. It, it's just cool. We played. Um, <laughs> gosh, everyone was so done with this game, but I thought it was funny that we were all still powering through. We were playing Unstable Unicorns. Have you guys played what? that one? No. Uh, it's kind of the same vein as uh, Exploding Kittens. Oh boy. Or oh uh, no. Yeah. Anyway, but so we we're playing this unicorn game, and David. <laughs> Everyone is having a good time, but David is like, I think, making it more difficult just to kind of make a joke out of it. So he got stuck with this random card that was making him do like 85 things every turn. But we kept <laughs> having, to, he he wasn't bothering to like <laughs> figure out what he was supposed to do. So he was like, all right, so what am I supposed to do now? Uh, anyway, <laughs> had to be good. there. Now he's, he's such a, such a laid back, chill dude. Good. All right. Well, <clears throat> what have you guys been up to other than that? What's going on? What's wait? Let's think about this. It's been a month. One week since I looked at me. Sorry, couldn't help. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are we really busting out <laughs> the lyrics to one week right now? <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, I'm a child. I would I would actually really like that song, but when I worked at Shoe Carnival, it came on every day. I believe part of that. The you guys have you heard Weird Al's cover where he does he talks about oh there it goes losing my video again he does the uh, the the parody of that song but it's talking about what was on Jerry Springer <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know if I know that I one say, I, I feel like that song is, is a parody of itself uh, oh is it Poodle Hat it's it's one of his older ones Poodle Hat man I haven't listened to that in so long and wish tour with Weird Al Weird Al if you're watching this. Man, he did. Was I don't it, know that he does stuff like last that. year, last year or the year be before, cool, he went on a tour and all he played was the serious like acoustic stuff. Wow. Oh wow, weird. He didn't. <laughs> it was it was pretty cool. My favorite Weird Al song. This is a tough call, but it has to be the Captain Underpants theme song. I from mean, the new movie. Have you guys oh, heard yeah, it? Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. It's ridiculously good. I still really That's like fair. My Bologna. Ooh. Um. I used to know most of the lyrics to some random one, but I don't know the source material, and I don't care to sing the song right now, so I'll have to look it up <laughs> and fill everyone in later. <laughs> Suspense! Um, okay, what I was going to say, though, is that it's been yeah. about a month since our last podcast. What has happened between then and now? Um, I recorded a lot of drum parts. I thought you were done I with it. Well, yeah, I guess you did that. Anyway, yeah, that's right. You did. End of story. Some drum parts, not drum parts. Done. Yeah. So, I mean, that's been fun. I mean, you know, recording our stuff, but also just recording a lot of other stuff has been really fun. I've been really trying to tap into that and push myself as a writer and all that. So, I mean, I've, that's been great. I've been trying to get in the studio at least like every other day or something. So, Man. you know, feeds the soul. It's nice. Hashtag awesome. goals. I, yeah. Uh, I keep making excuses, and I I would like to do more of that. Just being in the studio, we have to upgrade. I'm not going to upgrade anything. What if I just exit? Well, also everyone, what did happen? We'll just start it over. 
Sorry. We didn't get that Zoom sponsorship. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Zoom decided not to sponsor work us. Um, <laughs> we'll have to write them a song. Uh, what was I going to say? But, okay. So I started vacation this week. Um, yeah. Which is, you know, like, I just want to say this publicly. I'm very blessed to work uh, at a place where they not only were able to continue working at full staff during the whole COVID thing, um, but the, they... The, there's a committee for personnel and they realized, you know, recognized that it's a lot more stressful trying to deal with these situations. So they gave everyone uh, an additional week of vacation. So I think it's mm. more of just mental health time, honestly. So it's just cool. time to be, uh, be away from everyone else. So you don't yeah. rip someone's head off. But so I started that today. Today's my first day. And I started that with redoing the landscaping in front of my house. Good for you, uh, man. Look at you being productive. Thanks. And manly. But what I was going to say is, ideally, I was thinking about that when I was kind of finishing up the project, which took me an entire honest eight hours of, of labor. And I'm like, dang, that's what it's like to work like an actual day's work. I'm not about it. I don't know. I, I, I'm not cut out of that same. I'm not cut out of that rugged cloth. <laughs> he said, I'm not about it. I'm not. <laughs> I respect I would rather, I'd rather sit at a desk or, you know, record something. But. Yeah, my goal for the rest of vacation. Uh, do you guys hear that? I did. It's okay. Uh, though. It's a little bit loud. Um, I still hear movement, so everything's fine. Uh, <laughs> my goal for the rest of vacation is to do music stuff. Actually, I want to read some books, but also music stuff. I dig. I dig. Maybe go play disc golf. Oh, right. We're supposed to do that tomorrow. We're... Six Work. days in the past from when people are hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me jump through that time loop and I'll yeah. be there. Oh, man. Have you guys seen Source Code? Have I talked about Source Code already? Not yes, on the you podcast, know, I still but watch yes, you it. I need to. It's my favorite movie of all time. And uh, it, it's the, the beginning of me thinking about Nick keeps disappearing. He like <laughs> you pop in and out. Uh, it's it's the way I'm holding my phone. It's all good. Um, he but, found the uh, opening. Uh, it got me thinking about uh, time loops and alternate realities and stuff like that. I'm not like a big uh, conspiracy theorist or even any kind of theorist, but anyway, all that to say, disc golf tomorrow or last week. Disc golf tomorrow or last week. Mm. What Maybe about tomorrow. I, so like I had um, I was going to go mow this past weekend. So talking about manly things and landscaping and stuff. Yeah, I was going to go mow and the riding lawnmower has a flat tire. Oh, but not only does it have a flat tire, it's been sitting on that flat tire for a few weeks. Oh, so is, the, is it one with a tube? Yeah. Is the tube OK? No, no, it's it's not. It's a front. It's I don't know. I had to replace the same one last year on the other side. And the other one gave out. Dang. They're like $40 at Lowe's. So. Lowe's uh, trip. I made a Lowe's trip today. I masked up. But at that point, I'd already been sweating and getting sunburned for five hours. Oof. So I was just like sweating profusely the whole time. But uh, I think this guy, (laughs) I... I got a bunch of mulch, right? Because we completely redid the front stuff. There used to be rock. We shoveled all the rock out and then put some mulch in. But I got 15 bags of mulch 
And they said, pull around and someone will load it up for you. And so I pull around and there's just this one guy on a forklift. And he's like, what are you doing? That, I mean, he pretty much was, he was probably said, how can I help you or something? But his tone was very much, what are you doing? And I was like, <laughs> I've never been, never done this before. But the, the lady inside said that if I pulled around, you would, someone could help me load up this uh, mulch. And he goes, yeah, it's over here. So he like, he's like, follow me. And so he takes off on the forklift. I follow him in the CRV and I just park right behind him. And then he goes, uh, could you maybe pull up close to it? And I'm like, yes, of course. But I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> so I quickly realized the mulch is actually like stockpiled up in the parking lot. So I just had to pull up beside it. And then this nice man just helped me out, helped me load it up, which they're not technically, I guess, supposed to do. But oh. it was 15 bags. That's a lot of mulch, wow. dude. And I'm estimating, but it feels like 15 bags of mulch weighs roughly the same as like standard gear for a show. Mm. Oh, oh, you're speaking my language. Oh man. So I, I it, funny meme that I saw recently. It was explaining to people that have never gone on tour as like a a not a, not a super famous musician like with tour buses and jets and stuff like dudes in a van going on tour kind of thing. They said, find a closet in your house. Put the pillow that you sleep on in that closet. Sit in that closet for two hours. <laughs> or sorry, is sit in that closet for two to six hours. Get out. Carry your fridge up and down your basement steps three times. <laughs> get back in the closet. Sit for another two to six hours. <laughs> repeat for an entire week that's, that's the, tour that's the part that people don't think about and something <laughs> i absolutely despise yet love about playing any even like local shows you have to load out and load back in yeah. it's it's the worst because you have wherever you have your gear we have a practice space uh here in kentuck but uh <laughs> I got, I got you guys in that one. Oh, Thank man. you for that. Why well, you we sound have, like goofy when you do that? <laughs> Duke, uh, we have a practice space, so we luckily are on the same level. But uh, when we first started Ocean City, we had to load out of a basement up these nasty concrete basement steps that always had dead leaves in them, even if we like <laughs> meticulously so those, scrubbed them. It was insane. Those tuning in to... Uh... Whoa. Did I just disappear? You did. Yeah, just very briefly. Oh, sorry, I just got a phone call. Um, oh. To those tuning in to the OK's podcast that uh -huh. don't know, Zach and I used to be in a band called Ocean City. Right. I don't yes. think we've ever name dropped that before. I wait. I thought we talked about it at at length in the first episode. Uh, Fall Out. That right. was like. Fall, yeah. That was because that was either was like, next was called Tuesday or six weeks ago, Zach. <laughs> right. Time loop. <laughs> Anyway, so we would load That's up a, these. That was actually two months in the future. These, but it, wow, <laughs> we don't know for sure. One point twenty-one uh, gigawatts. Twenty-one <laughs> gigawatts. I can't do it. <laughs> I feel like you have to do that. You know, the thing I've never perfected is that like ability to scream quietly, not like in a metal way. Just oh, I was like, bro, let's go. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, long story short, it's very. It's refreshing when you haven't done it in a while. Be like, oh, it feels good. My muscles, you know, kind of kicking into gear here, having to lift up keyboards and guitars and amps and stuff. But then 
When you're done with the show, the last thing you want to do is reload the van or the CRV or the Jeep Compass or whatever. Uh, Chevy Express. Yes. And then you oh. have to go back to wherever you came from. And then the best practice is to go ahead and just load it back into wherever you unloaded it from in the first place. Yeah. And that's the yeah. last thing you want to do at three in the morning or as it was the case of Youngstown when we met the fateful night, like yeah. 630 in the morning. Oh, man. Yeah, that was definitely. that was a crazy time because we Zach and I both have jobs that require us to be there early. Yeah. And we were that playing was too, wasn't it? What's that? Yeah, we were It was we're a playing. Saturday. We did two of those in the tour, the last tour with Ocean City. We did two Saturday late night gigs and then drove back overnight. And One I almost was, killed us all. Uh, we're in, oh, oh man. So we're it's so bad Zach and I are located in like about. central Kentucky. And we played one show in Youngstown, Ohio, which is about a six-hour drive from where we're at, six and a half hours. And then Chicago, which is a five-hour drive, which doesn't seem like that bad. But like if you're <laughs> if you're gonna load like again, you carry your refrigerator up and down your steps three times and then sit in a closet, like yeah. it's we we were driving back and we rented we rented a different van to go on this trip so that everybody could ride in the same vehicle. And <laughs> I can't even it's not funny. But I don't I even know how it happened, but like I was because all I of was, us were tired and Zach was driving. Nick did the first the first three hours and I did the last three. And so we're like forty minutes away from home. Okay. We are recording again. Uh, yeah, the thanks for that. As we said, yes. So Zoom did not give us uh, the same graciousness, grace. As the first couple times, we had to restart on a brand new call, but we're back. And we're talking about, so I, was, I almost killed everyone in Ocean City. Um, we actually had uh, Stuart filling in on base that night. So that was that was pretty cool. So Stuart Ocean lost. City minus Brady plus Stuart. And uh, so I'm driving and uh, we're pretty close to home and i'm trying to stay awake and i thought i was doing a pretty good job like there's a certain point where you hit it and you're like i'm not gonna fall asleep and then literally just fell asleep asleep. and started accelerating at the same time oh like i was asleep and accelerating everyone was like and i woke up like just (laughs) just not i don't feel like it was like all that drastic but i feel like i just i was still going the same speed just kind of went over to the other lane i was like yeah, what's what's up, guys? <laughs> I meant so, to do yeah, that. It's really bad. It was bad. I was like, oh gosh, I gotta. But that scares you straight, you know. Like I didn't fall asleep anymore. Yeah. <sighs> you know that Youngstown show. I remember I was like super awake the first like two and a half hours. Like I was like, man, that's a great show. Nick and Zach are cool. Blah 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 blah. And then I don't remember the last like hour at all, zero percent. I vaguely remember waking up and just being like, "Whoa!" And then that was it. And then somehow I made it home, and it was like five thirty in the morning. And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not unloading. I'm gonna go to sleep." And I slept like afternoon. That must have been great because I literally remember like walking, like Zach and I got back to the practice base, dropped the gear off real quick. I drove home and took a shower and went to work. So horrible. <laughs> Here's my thought. So for this band, right now, it, our origin is within the COVID pandemic. 
so no one's really traveling unless you're doing like a uh, drive-in movie tour. There's a lot of comedians doing. Well, not a lot, but a few comedians. Or a couple of the. That. That, well, there's a band that we met on tour. They did a, a drive-in concert. That was yeah. pretty cool. Pretty nice. cool stuff. But here's what I'm getting at. Let's try to do this for all of our future shows. Let's try to schedule them in a way that makes sense, where we go there, play the show, and then we sleep, and then we come home. I love it. Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm so about this. I yeah. am yeah, in love absolutely. with the idea. I, here's what I don't like. I don't like spending time away from our families, but I would rather be statistically about that. less likely to die and see my family the next day. True. I agree. Yeah. I like it. All right. Or to be honest, let's not plan a weekend tour. Let's oh, just, yeah. if we're going to play multiple shows, let's just hit them back to back and then come home. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense as well. Yeah. We got There's so much going on that I we don't even know what, what touring is going to look like or what the okay is going to look like. It's, it's, it's wide open. So let's talk about the cool stuff. We have finished recording the thing that we're recording. The drum parts. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the drum it's parts just are drum. done. It's <laughs> just the drum anthem. A lot of, lot of boom booms. It's, it's, it's actually like a six-hour drum circle album. I didn't use sticks either. All with my hands. Is that? No, that's not feasible. I actually didn't. I didn't we use my could. hands at all. I held the sticks with my feet. <laughs> hey, man, I know a drummer that does that. He's freaking awesome. There right? are a couple of foot musicians out there, I think. Yeah, foot but, So, yes, I don't even want to say what we have coming out because I want to hit him with something and then maybe hit him with something else. Yeah. But it's coming out. The thing that it is, it's it's being mixed and mastered probably as we speak. True. Anyway, that's yeah. all I got. Oh, I guess that so wasn't as crazy. There's not. What's that? There's so much I want to say, but I won't. We got to keep the people guessing. Hmm. I don't. I will. I, don't I will note that I did not have to change guitar strings the entire time. Wow. Yeah, well, that's impressive because we recorded 27 songs back to back. <laughs> and then and then, and then, the 28th one, that's my six-hour drum solo. Yeah. No, so I tell you, I have this... I don't know I said. I, t- I tell you. No, I tell I you. This, <laughs> hey, you what, boy? I have this idea of how to make a little extra cash, and I don't know that it's selling out per se, I thought if I made like a ton of just piano only music and just put it out on like Pandora and YouTube and stuff, that eventually just the snowball effect of having all of this piano music out there and people that just put it on in the background or whatever, that it could make just a little extra cash. I don't know. That's not quite what I set out to make music wise, but I feel like it might not be bad. I don't I'm know. I'm not opposed. I feel like, you remember that CD rack that used to be by the candle section in Walmart? Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that's what you're talking about making. Yeah, but it would be cool because it would be me playing it. Okay. And I would design the album artwork. (laughs) I mean, you do you. (laughs) I support you, Zach. 
I've had, uh, honestly, like I'm picking on you, but I've had a similar thought about making like just ambient soundscapes and putting them out there because who knows, like who knows who wants them. Well, here's, here's where I'm landing with all of it. One, if it's something that I wanted to do, like I would just do it anyway. So I'm probably going to do it. But music for us is something that we make because we're inspired to do it. So when the inspiration leaves, then that's like, there's no point. So I would obviously have to like wait for inspiration to strike and maybe just riff on a chord progression or something. But then why not put those out there? Yeah. But yeah. Also, on this note, uh, the only thing keeping us... Excuse me, I just almost burped right in the... Well, he got real for emotional. the second time, yeah. <laughs> the only thing keeping us from doing this full-time, this whole music thing, we could be the okay. We are the okay full-time, but... Legitimately full time, no day jobs, no question about whether or not we can go to tour other than what's on our schedule is money. That's the only thing that's stopping us. If we had enough money, we could just do it. It's true. And that's kind of a weird thing to say. Like, I'm not trying to get people to send us money or anything. It's not even like an extravagant amount of money. It's just uh, it's expensive to be alive. Baseline salary, really? Like entry level position. Anybody got any of those open? I mean, I will say, last I looked, you can get like forty grand for a kidney. So, I mean, I'm willing. I got two. <laughs> Just saying. So, we could make if both, if all three of us were down a kidney. Wow. We could probably coast for a year ish. <laughs> I, I could probably make it a year and a half. I I drink way too much coffee for that to happen, man. Have you guys ever? Oh. This is a crazy question. I, do it if, if this is not meant to be like this extravagant high pro, high production podcast but if people are listening to this i'm gonna be just absolutely thrilled but also a little surprised but here's my question have you guys ever uh sold plasma no i thought about it though no i have not oh so i used to sell I took, plasma. uh i did Wait, really? part in a uh like a medical trial when I was in Murray mm-hmm. for uh, um, it was like a, a skin lotion thing for tattoos. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Put it on your tattoos, supposed to help them make them stay vibrant and stuff. They just want to make sure that you didn't break out in rashes. So they gave you 50 bucks if you were to put it on every night before you went to bed for a week. So yeah, broke college kid, 50 bucks. Let's do it. Yeah. Dude. So I would sell plasma. Dang. When I was in Oklahoma for college to fund my trips back to Kentucky. Wow. And uh, I went a few times and then it just kind of, you know, there's only so much you want to do that stuff. It just, it's not super enjoyable. Uh, yeah. But well, it wasn't bad. Uh, the first time I saw now, the Prestige was at the, see, uh, oh, I don't want to say the company, at the Plasma Place. Now, um, if you donate blood, they do an antibody test for COVID for free. Oh, sweet. Um, but what I was going to say, pertaining to the plasma, you're talking about kidneys, like you, you drink too much coffee or whatever, they won't want your kidneys. Uh, there are some people, plasma is like a light, clearish amber color. Um, it can range more toward like the true clear for some people. But uh, you guys hear Millie? She is going crazy. Yeah, yeah she's, she she's wants got to a lot to say about plasma. Crazy. But so the plasma... <laughs> Uh, people that smoke, uh, there's nothing wrong with their plasma, but it's like a different color. It can be kind of a darker amber, even a green color. 
And so one time I was asking one of the, I don't know if they're nurses or technicians or what, or they might be doctors. I don't know. But uh, I was like, what's, I was like, I don't know, what's up with that plasma over, like, what's going on there? And they're like, oh, they smoke. And I was like, ooh. Wow. You know, it just, it was kind of like, man, so I'm looking at mine. I'm like, looking at theirs. I'm like, I don't know if ours are compatible. <laughs> if I ever need plasma, I don't know that that's the kind that I'm going to get. Weird. I wonder what else you can do to make your plasma so, a different color. You know what? <laughs> Sorry. I have to do some research on that one. On that, like, Dude, let me know. I'm curious. Stuff like that. What were you saying? It just popped into my head, but like that donation and stuff like that. So like my, my son is a uh, recipient of an organ transplant. So like yeah. we get literature and Facebook groups and stuff like that about it. Um, and I was reading one the other day that popped up, you know, things just pop up on Facebook mm-hmm. in Japan. Um, and in actually most of Asia, um, because tobacco use is so heavily accepted over there. Mm-hmm that you can still donate your, like in America, if you're a smoker and you are an organ donor, your lungs gone. They don't even consider them. But in Asia, they still consider your lungs if you're a smoker. Wow. I don't, I don't know how to approach that conversation without sounding very ableist. Um, but I'm just thinking like how terrible if you were like needing new lungs or needing a new... I don't know how that works. How do you get new... Do they do lung transplants? Yeah. And then you're like, oh man, I got sweet. I got my new lungs. And you go through your physical therapy and then you're like trying to uh, run or something. I don't know what you can get up to if you have have new lungs, but... I don't know. Like I just thought it was... You're still kind of limited as far as how oxygenated you can get your blood because the person used to smoke like a ton. And this would be something where like it would be great Probably to have recovers. a fact checker. I'm assuming it would be cool to recover. I, you, you could probably recover from that, right? Yeah. But like this, this would be cool to like have a fact checker because I don't know how much credibility, because they didn't look into the sources of this. I just read it. Sure. Um, but there are like varying degrees of damage that can be done to organs before they are unusable for transplant. That's in- interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would, yeah, I mean, I hope I'm note. not. Not trying to be pandering here or anything, not trying to make less of it. Um, but if you're listening to the podcast and uh, you are not an organ donor, be cool if you, you signed up. And um, what's the heart organization? The CODA? What is it? That That's the one for Kentucky. Oh, gotcha. Kentucky Organ Transplant Affiliates. I think that's what it is. Oh, cool. Well, yeah, anyway, just look into that. Um, see how you can support um, transplant. Uh, those needing transplants and uh, also, you know, if, you, if you're not using your organs anymore, might as well let someone else use them. I don't know. Maybe we'll edit that part out. <laughs> or just sell them and send us a check so we can... Oh my gosh. Just This whole time, Paul's like, like Rolodexing. Yes. He's like, all right, so yeah. that one, that one, <laughs> that one. Yo, that's how we do in Detroit. I don't know what you're selling people, dude. Um, Oh gosh, we gotta go down a different avenue here. I'm having all these questions, like the the ongoing question. Shout out to Doug Bratcher if he's listening. He probably isn't, um, even though he's he's very supportive all one of the band. One punch man. He's very supportive of the band, but I don't know that he has time to like just listen to us ramble about stuff. He's not like a I hope super he does. fan. He's I one of my favorite he people. He is super cool, but um, his his big question he always asks is how much how much of your body would you be willing to 
lose, and again, this is a rough question. So again, this is not meant to be offensive to anybody, but how much, if you had to, right, if it was going to happen anyway, how much would you be willing to part with if you got compensated? I forget what the compensation is, like $20,000. I, I can't, I can't even think about losing a finger. I would never lose a finger. Uh, it weirds me out to lose a toe. But here's the thing. If it happened to me, I would just deal with that emotional trauma and move on. But I couldn't mm. picture making that bargain, be like, yeah, you can have my left arm up to the elbow. $20,000? You know? Yeah, so it's not a lot. I mean, that's I would not donate that's... for twenty. How about a, how about a million, $20 million? $20 million? Yeah, that's $20 life million. Dollars. That's life changing. That's a game changer. Uh, I can do it on my nose. That'd be fine. <laughs> that's nose weird. doesn't affect me. I mean, look like Voldemort. Stop it. <laughs> That's fine. Like a okay, we got to like. backpedal. We got. I don't know that there are many people missing limbs or um, what are those called? I want to say vest, oh. vestiges. That doesn't sound right. Appendages? Appendage? What's a vestige? Ooh, maybe I'm saying <laughs> bad things. Hold on, let me look Vest- it up. <laughs> Vestigial means that it's there left oh, over yeah. from birth. <laughs> Vestige, a trace of something that is disappearing or no longer exists. Okay. Anyway, what I'm saying is that <laughs> it it would be insensitive of us to make this into a game. But if it happened anyway and we we're getting money for it, I don't know. Anyway, let's go down another path here. Uh, was you guys that got was anything? the side tangent of <laughs> segway. Oh gosh. Uh, what do you guys oh, what, so what's um Music, music. Let's talk music. What have you guys, what's something new that you guys have, or even old, that you have just been really into recently? Uh, I, there's, oh, oh, go ahead. Go for it. I got super into this band called Off-Road Minivan. A, yeah. great name. So great. B, they're like five of my favorite bands from like 15 years ago all put together. Like the sound just reminds me of quite a few of my favorite bands and i love it i've listened to their album like 10 times through in the last two weeks and it's magnificent it is pretty great i'm saying to me the other day yeah it's pretty good and well no it's more than pretty good it's it's great they've got like i don't know the vocalist is really cool he's got a really unique voice i like his lyrics too and some of the guitar parts they're like the tone is really heavy but the song's not so it's like a really cool it's a cool balance. But then I got some stuff. I'm like, whoa, this is almost like a metal breakdown. It's, it's great. So that's been fun. Let me see. And I've been really into like, I've been messing with loops a lot because I bought this pack and I've been doing all this 80 synth loop yes. stuff and it's great. I feel like that, that comes up every time too, but I bought another one and I was like, oh man, this is great. That's actually what I've been into is uh, there's a couple, um, it, and they're just recent, like within the past few days, I found them. And I know one of them I know has had quite an extensive career that I'm having to dig through now. But uh, two, um, like Electronica, I guess that, that's what Apple Music describes it as. It's just electronic music. Um, one goes by the name Calm Trues, like Tom Cruise, but he flipped the letters. That's great. That's Elec- genius. Electronic. It is fantastic. And then the other ones, uh, ooh, mur- murder something, Matt murder. 
they're very synth wavy, very eighties sounding. Um, a lot of cool sequences and like gated drums and stuff like that. Murder? Nice. Murder. Oh, like murder. Like a group of crows. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good. My uh, I won't. I'm not even gonna name drop. Uh, I had a college interview with a guy named Murner, which I always thought was an interesting name. Interesting. Um, I have been really. I I'm surprised we didn't say. Do we say something about it last time? Magic Trick by the Night Game, the new single. It's ridiculously good. Oh, There's we talked so about it. So much that went ready into to drop because it. it hadn't come oh, out yet. So good. Which and Martin, if you ever hear this, insanely good job, dude. Amazing work, Martin. Actually, Martin might be upset for me saying Martin like that. He did not love. I mean, he saw it. We know for sure that at least the social media management for the night game saw our post about leaving out Lacroix and toothpicks like Santa on Christmas Eve for Martin Johnson. He, I, that was all done in, we'll say, gratefulness. Yes, it was. Uh, it was a lighthearted way of showing gratefulness post, but, because uh, that was. Like I, I remember I woke up the next morning, was, got ready for my day, made sure it was downloaded to my music, and literally did nothing. I made my coffee, kids were all set, and I put my like high quality headphones on and just listened to the song from start yeah. to finish. So here's what I, I did. Just had to take I it was in. so excited and I do this with several different musicians when they release something like the main. Anytime they release something, I do the same thing. But um Night Games Magic Trick single came out and it I downloaded it to my phone. I was like, I don't want to even listen to it on headphones or from the phone speaker. I want to wait until I have some studio monitors in front of me. And so I couldn't hold out. I ended up listening on the phone. And I was, here's the thing. At the first, I was like, I don't know about it. Because I didn't quite hear all the nuance, you know? I was like, it's a great song, but I don't, you know, I don't know. It's not like my favorite all the time. And now I just can't stop. It's like when I hit the car. Um... Started listening to some some stuff from the Midnight. Um, they have a new album coming out, and then it got stuck in my head. And I'm not like a huge fan of it, but there's a song called "If the World Was Ending." It's by J.P. Sachs, and uh, there's there's a feature by Julia Michaels, and it's so good. It's so simple, but so good. So that's me. That's what I've been going going through right now. I like it. Mm, yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> How many minutes? What are we? What are we sitting at? How many? <laughs> this is. We're getting. Uh, man, I thought we'd be more more talkative about productive things, but. Instead, we talking about like organ transplants. Yeah, and black we talked so I think it was pretty productive, just in a different way. We're yeah, letting I people mean, see the the deeper side of our minds. Um, I've been reading this book. I don't know that I recommend it, but it's been pretty intriguing so far. Oh. Uh, finished one about Sasquatches. Wow. And then started one wow. about a guy who is afflicted with a medical condition that forces him to have to walk. And so, like, he will just randomly get up and start walking, and he can't stop himself. He just has to keep walking until he, like, passes out. And then it could happen at any moment. And it's kind of what? interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I wish I could tell you the author. I don't have it with me right now, but got it from a Goodwill rack, I think. And just can't beat that. 
Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I was trying to be like, yeah, I read, but I haven't. I haven't been. I haven't reading. really read much, to be honest. But I, I got a I list. I'm going to start. Oh, for a while. I want to. I want to. Oh wow, it's raining very hard here. I'd like to give a shout out to um. Ari, Ari, what's his name? Dang it, Her Herstrand. I think it's Herstrand. Herstrand. It's Ari something. There's a book called How to Make It in the Music Business. Ooh. And I have read it three times, and that sounds kind of like reaching like i'm desperate but in reality it's just like a, a title to pull you in and this dude has compiled so much useful information i wish i had known you know by the time i actually got to read the book it's stuff we had figured out over you know five years of, of working in ocean city and then beyond those five years of, of playing music but it, there's so much and so if there are musicians listening to the podcast just go read the book like you just it's even if you just skim through it and kind of get some good information, like it's an amazing book to just start. It's not going to give you the answers. No one has it figured out, right? But this this thing's pretty legit. Like it it it's real. He doesn't he doesn't. Here's how it's you know it's good because he doesn't waste time plugging his own stuff. He's not like, well, in my band, blah 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 blah, we do this. Check us out on Spotify. He's just like, here's how it is. Here's what I've experienced, and I just really appreciated that. Yeah, I, I need to read that. You've told me about that before. Yeah, I just suck it up in order. I was thinking about purchasing one for both of you, but then I was like, I don't have that kind of cash because it's like a a big book, and you know, like it's twenty five bucks or something like that's. I appreciate the thought. Yeah, I thought about it. I thought real hard. We'll do like a, you guys a, a gift. Thought real hard before I decided not to. We'll do like a band book club. We'll all read it. Zach, you can read it for a fourth time. It'll be great. I probably should. It's not wrong. Last time we did a band book club, that's where I got the the art of or the war that's of art. That's why we did the war of art, and that changed Man. our lives. Such a great book. You've both told me really good things about that. You got to read that. You one. you got to read it. Everyone man. has to read that one. Even if you read it and you're like, that was kind of like BS, because you could come away from it thinking that. If you were kind of you know cynical about it or whatever, but you would, even, I, I I would almost guarantee that even if you didn't love the entire book, you would come away from it being like, yeah, that made sense. I got Man, I, I got to get to work. Not to get like philosophical or anything like that, but you know, every once in a while, you need that little bit of. I, I want to like, for lack of a better term, like you need that little bit of cheese, that little bit of just like uh, cheese. I love cheese. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like like you need something that's inspir inspiring but not not exactly the most eloquent or artistic viewpoint yeah yeah because like 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 that book was one of the things for me and then we were just talking about it with martin's new with the night game's new single magic trick he's like the the subject matter is talking about the the disillusionment of the music industry and how you can forget about the magic of it and like Mm. like hearing his viewpoint on that and then listening to the song that was like almost centering for me. So it's just kind of nice to sometimes hear stuff like that. That's very like cut and dry, almost like, like kid story simple. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Pressfield calls it meat and potatoes. Yeah. Writing. He has his own uh, publishing company. That's their specialty. Apparently meat and potatoes. That's sweet. Do you call them potatoes up North? Paul? <laughs> wow. What do you think we call them? You guys think I live in a different I, I world? Don't, up here? I don't know. 
I just I, hey, I you guys like have I, the internet down there? Yeah, we do. But we uh, have shoes too, man. We have shoes. What? I didn't I didn't know that was a real stereotype, but a lot of people think Kentuckians don't wear shoes. Yeah, it, it cracks me up when people up here say that when I'm like, Yeah, I lived in Kentucky, They're like, did you wear shoes? I'm like what? Yeah, they have you know, paved roads. Yeah, I have wimpy feet. <laughs> do you guys have wimpy feet? <laughs> I'm never oh. barefoot. So like when I go to the pool uh with Taylor, Taylor will be standing on the hot concrete or pavement or whatever it's called technically, and just no issue. I'm like, this is burning my feet. I must enter the water immediately. Like you hear like the sizzle from a frying pan. <laughs> You're like, how are you doing that? <laughs> oh I goodness. Can't walk across gravel. I'm just not I, I do not wow. have strong feet. Gentle feet, man. Yeah. We're gonna call you gentle foot. No. <laughs> no, shot that down. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than poop shoes. Po- Captain Poopy shoes? Yeah, I had a drummer friend, oh. and we called them poop shoes. Because oh, this one time we were so on a weekend tour. you have a legitimate tour. friend that you call poop shoes. No, yeah, Zach, I, don't, Zach was talking I was about talking about the Froggy video. Fresh, Froggy the Froggy Fresh, Fresh YouTube poop video. Shoe. Oh my gosh, Froggy Fresh. You just got dunked on. I forgot about Froggy Fresh. Actually, have you, okay, have you ever heard his new stuff? No. Bro goes hard. He, uh, he came oh, through Louisville man. on tour one time. He was at Headliners. Dude, did you guys go? No, I couldn't make it. Oh, there was, uh, so, for wait, a while there, there was a lot of stuff that came through Google. Backpedal just a quick second. It. Why did you call your friend Poop Shoes? And who oh, was his Poop name? Shoes. His name is Justin, and he won't be mad that I'm telling. What the story. just happened? Okay, Nick sorry, you guys. Just, he went. He went to the time no, loop. Man. Nick disappeared, but then you guys, you guys switch places in my screen, so that's what the people will see. Anyway, Nick, don't important. tell him. Uh, don't tell okay. him how we Just, did that. Justin Poop Shoes. Justin Poop Shoes. So we were on a weekend tour. The, his old band, Silver Lining. Well, I guess they're a band again. They just put out an EP after oh, not yeah. doing anything Sweet. for like three years. They're great. Anyway. Welcome back, Silver so Lining. we were coming to Michigan to do a show, and we stopped. Uh, I don't remember what town, but it was like 30 minutes inside the border, right? We stopped at this thrift store for some reason and it was kind of janky so anyway he goes to the bathroom and he's in there for like 25 minutes we're like dude what the heck is going on so he comes out and he's all mad and we're like dude are you okay he's like there was human poop on the floor and i stepped in it and instead of being good supportive friends we just all busted out laughing and then we're like dude we're gonna call you poop shoes for the rest of the tour so that night at the show we're like introducing them <laughs> And we're like, back there on the drums, it's just in poop shoes. He wasn't very happy about that, but he's a good sport. So here's the Dude. here's here's the hope. If you're at a thrift shop and you step in human feces, Oof. you Oof. you have to hope that there are shoes at the thrift shop and that you uh, can buy. That you can buy. But so here's the deal. Nick and I both were a thirteen. And oh so, really? Which yeah. is not as rare as you would think, but still pretty rare as far as like thrift shops because the only time you really see 13s is like when guys our size just get tired of different shoes which true seems to not happen a lot anyway so like it would be a pretty hit or miss but if you wore like a size i don't know nine or ten i think you'd have a pretty good shot yeah i would agree i don't know i didn't need to explain that to you guys but just felt like that 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 was great and the fact that you said these was very really broad 
Not even kidding. I just put enough miles on the shoes. They just basically fall off. Like I don't ever just get tired of them and get rid of them. There is a guy that, that I play music with at church and he is not like excessively tall. He's a pretty tall guy, but but I've never really been like, man, his feet are huge, but he wears like a size 16 or something like that. Wow. He he said it passively because he was like, I just have these in my work boots because I'm a 16. I'm like, what the heck? Dude, like that's he, am- he can't. He's probably like six three or so. Six two. That's amazing. I kind of feel that though. Like, like what he says. Like I've got these in my work boots. Like I have yeah. my Docs and my Crocs, and that's literally all that I wear. Ooh, Docs I and Crocs. A, uh, I don't know if that's. I ordered a pair of Army issue boots, used ones, off of all the like the desert sand, which is very ones? manly but also very feminine to say. Did you? Yes, but I here's what I'm going to do. Because I don't want to, like, plenty of people wear army gear. I'm not, like, necessarily that worried about it. But I don't, I'm really worried about the kind of being on the edge of, like, stolen valor. Like, those fatigues and gear were made for a certain purpose, and I don't want to, like, make it weird. But, Paul, did you get very dark? I feel like it got I was waiting for you guys. The video has been insane. Um, So I'm going to, I'm going to writ dye the boots black and see what that does. Oh, hey, hmm? <coughs> I'm pretty sure they're synthetic and leather, man. Are they leather boots? Yeah, they're like oh. they're like hide. All right, well, maybe they'll just be the color they are. Maybe I'll like wear you them to might show. you might be able because they make like leather dye, like not writ dye, oh, leather right, dye. Right. Hmm. All right, well, I gotta get some in my plan. for, for in a show so I, I can school like you guys. I've got the 1460s that? that I wear everywhere, and then I've got the work boots. Oh, the docks. Dude. Those are so good. I just said I got to get boots so I can look cool like you guys at our can first you, show. Can you drum in boots? I mean, I you can drum to a certain anything. extent. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to didn't mean so, to doubt your skills. I feel insulted. Let me rephrase. I can also drum Let with me rephrase. I'm sorry. Is it harder to drum in boots than it is in like, just like maybe Vans or something a little lighter? It depends. I mean, depends on how strong your feet are. Let me ask and you this: It's harder to play guitar and technically like minded. Using a pedal board, it is harder to play guitar in boots. It's harder to play everything in boots. Uh, they're so ha- it's harder to walk in boots. I have a different stride. It's <laughs> completely different. <laughs> Your um, boot stride yeah. versus shoe stride. Yeah, <laughs> like, like baby giraffe kind of. <laughs> a size thirteen Doc Martin weighs like forty five pounds per shoe. Yeah. I mean, dang, that's intense, man. <laughs> Uh, here's my question. They are pretty beefy. Like, uh, do you play when you play drums? Your pedals. Do you work those pedals heel up or heel down? I have to think about. You know what I'm this? saying, like, when you have your rested position on your kick pedal, are you heel on the floor and then you use like your toe to use the kick, or do you push down with your, like the ball of your foot with your heel up in the air? Uh, both. Oh, okay. It depends on how how soft you're playing and how like fast you're playing. Like if you're doing really quick doubles, okay. then yeah, like heels up and it's more more in the toes. Or there's a way where you like bounce it, like toe to heel. It's pretty cool. I've, I've, I've so seen much I've seen learn. someone do that. I can't. Yeah, it's wild, bro. My my, I can tune your drum set for you. That's about it. The the biggest thing I feel like I've <laughs> ever accomplished right. is I can stand and play keyboard at the same time while using sustain. So like, wow. That's, not tremendously hard, but it is kind of weird because you have to stand on your left leg the whole time. 
So my left leg is probably stronger for standing than my right leg. You know, I never even thought about that when I used to play keys at a band that I would use my right foot for the sustain pedal, which is weird because I'm like dominantly left-sided. So, well, left wow. would be like a different pedal though. It's like driving. That'd be weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I just. <laughs> but you know what? I think I use my left foot for guitar pedals, which is probably really? weird. Yeah, that seems bizarre. But do you set it up back? Well, you couldn't. You'd have to go. You just have wow. to stand to the right of your guitar pedals. I just don't really make sense when I play guitar. This, this drummer thing. Can I tell you? That's what I'm very excited about. Is eventually we're going to have acoustic shows, and uh, hopefully not many of them. I'm not super into acoustic shows, but when we play acoustic shows, you as a drummer, and I don't mean this in any offense, but like it's very rare to have a drummer that could just pick up another acoustic and just go for it. So I'm, like, I'm very yeah. excited to see that. You, we don't have to be like, all right. Well, we're going to need you on Cajon for this one. Dude, I know. It'll be sweet. Like, yeah, I'm really just, excited about You play about whatever that. you want. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So maybe I'll play yeah. some keys I mean, for acoustic stuff. Aaron Gillespie, big influence. So that drummer guy plays like everything, and he's incredible at all of it. Yes. Okay, guys. Well, we have <clears throat> just over three minutes left on our second Zoom meeting, so we will probably end it right, right around up. here. Cool. And uh, so... Do you guys have any closing remarks? Anything fun you want to share? I just want to say everybody be excited because what we got coming is pretty freaking awesome. And that's all I'm going to say. Dang. Oh, yeah. I want to say so much more, but I can't. I'll back that up. Because, you know, suspense. Okay. Hold on. This will be fun. Quick, rapid fire, each of you, and then I'll I'll cap one on at the end. Give one spoiler for what's what's coming up. Podcast exclusive. One spoiler. Uh, just off the top of my head. I used a metal zone for the first time in my musical career. Well, that's not really a spoiler, but that's pretty amazing. I and love I'm it. Not getting rid of it. You guys can't see it because it's on my phone. I'm using my phone, but my phone case looks like a metal zone. Nice. That's. I'm so proud of you. Um, oh, man. Really great snare tones. You guys are going for like not even real spoilers. That's fine. I'll stick with the same vibe. <laughs> All right. Real I gave a spoiler earlier. Yeah, that, okay, that's fine. That's it. fine. Oh, what happened? You were talking about wanting to like spend time with your family. Zach wrote a song about it. It's on the new it's on the new release. Gotcha. Okay. All right. We'll look at that. It's very mysterious. You guys gave technical stuff. So I'll say this. None of the vocals on the album. <laughs> <laughs> the what? release. The release. The release. I wouldn't even <laughs> classify it as an album. None of the vocals on the release are uh, double tracked. So everything is one singular Dude. line of, of lead vocal. I mean, That's I didn't do it all great. in one take. Here's my process I do three takes and then I pick the best of each each one and I blend That's those great. together to make one singular line and then just did one, one track of harmonies. So nothing is doubled, nothing's tripled. Feels good. Oh, fun fact. You use the space bar to punch in and out of the recording interface. Nice. And I broke the space bar on my MacBook <laughs> on the very last recording session. Had to send it off to be repaired. Wow. Dang. All right, guys. We are at less than a minute. This has been the OK Podcast, uh, I guess, Whoop. episode three for wow. uh, June. Was it June? Look at us yes. Go. June 2020. Uh, we have a release coming out, uh, maybe multiple releases. Uh, wait and see. 
In the meantime, subscribe to the podcast. Check us out. WeAreTheOK.com is where you can find our weekly blog as well as uh, you know links to everything else. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at WeAreTheOK. And that's it. We're the OK. I'm Zach. That's uh, Nick on the bottom and Paul on the top left there as long as everything is in the right position. Paul is fading into shadow. And uh, uh, we, we uh, are just thrilled to be doing this. Thank you so much for your ongoing support. And uh, if you haven't yet, check out our merch store. It's on the website as well. And uh, you, if you pick the right item, could have a one-of-a-kind merch item. So I won't tell you which Bless. ones. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Okay, I'll just stop. Stop the recording.